Wanna Vibe is a podcast and resource speaking simply about all things wellness. We want to break down each topic and start from the beginning, avoiding the assumption that everyone knows the building blocks to a particular subject. The way we see it, wellness is all-encompassing in each aspect that affects our everyday lives. In addition to our faves like fitness and nutrition, this can be anything from relationships to careers, finances, spirituality, and so much more. In which the loose theme of today's vibe is over committing overextending the loss of boundaries that we love so much uh but also just a general what's been going on over yeah, here just like, a, just like a hey how you doing how you doing thank you for bringing your jersey back um what's been going on with you listen tell me I'm all the reasons you're stressed out i've been really stressed out lately and it's been manifesting in um me overeating. Mm. But like, I, I'm grateful for the fact that I have that like, no better, do better sort of thing. So like where any other time I would have destroyed myself because I've been like, I'm eating so much. It would have made me spiral into eating more and more and more and more. Right, right, right. So I'm really great. In the last few weeks, like we've been going out celebrating our engagement. Everybody's so generous and like so good with us. And, um, but I still have that guilt because I go out and I want to eat and I want to drink Prosecco and I want to do all these things. And then the next day I'm like, fuck. And I, I don't know if I've told you this, but it takes me like three to four business days to recover from drinking alcohol now. Like it's no longer like, oh, it's bright and perky the next so day. So if you drink on a Friday, you're not going to recover until like Wednesday of the yeah. week. <laughs> no shit. Like start like Monday rolls around and I'm like, I don't want to go to class. I don't want to do any of these things. And that's not me, but it was causing me a lot of stress that I was like, I was putting this pressure on myself to allow myself to enjoy myself. For example, I say this all the time. I know you're like, you don't have to call her this, but I have to, you know, my best friend, Danielle, um, She's going to be one of my maids of honor. I have two. And she threw me and John, but mostly me, um, the most beautiful engagement brunch with our girlfriends from college, their husbands, um, her mom and her sister, who I adore. And I love, like, she hit the nail on the head. Like, the decor, everything. There was skulls involved, involved but it was subtle. Um, and, uh... Like, I enjoyed myself. I ate bagels. I did whatever the fuck I wanted. I drank Prosecco. But the following few days, I felt guilty that I allowed myself to enjoy myself. And, like, I don't, I'm not letting people, or I had to stop myself from allowing people to celebrate us because, like, they're so excited for me, which I'm, I realize that I'm uncomfortable with. Not, how do I explain it? I'm not uncomfortable. I guess, like, who, where I thought like I would love attention, I could never be famous. I thought I would love attention. And it just like, was like what I wanted to do, even though she knows she's one of my maid of honors, I have not, um, or maids of honor, I don't know how you pronounce it, but she, I have not like formally asked them because our wedding is two years out. So I'm just going to like, not that things will change, but I just, you know, I don't want to blow my load too soon, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> I was going to, I was going to ask them, I was going to ask Jen and Danielle, who both know. I'm still um, laughing about blowing your load. I, but isn't that, like, isn't that a perfect? Yeah, it is. You know? It sure is. So, but I was going to ask them at the brunch. And John's like, 
can you please just let your friends like be excited for you? And it's like, it, Oh it, shit. Yeah. It's like, it gives me like a lot of anxiety. I'm like, Oh my God, thank you for celebrating me. But here, this is for you. You know, like, Oh, here you take it back, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, among all these good things also, like, I feel like such a dickhead because these are like really awesome things to fucking complain about. You know, like I, I don't want to look ungrateful or feel like, Oh my God, this is so hard on me. I just feel a lot of stress because now a lot of pressure yeah and we're moving now and so it's like coordinating everybody that has to fucking be there like the ADT guys because we're like on the ground floor where we are so I want other than my dog I want other protection the ADT guy the cable guy the kitchen guy the floor guy can I make a suggestion hashtag not sponsored mm-hmm. go with simply safe not ADT oh ADT is so expensive and like if you look at the statistics they're callback rate from like police if your alarm goes off is like one low and two like average t- like response time like 45 minutes oh my and, god and simply safe you self-install jesse put it up in like two seconds john can do it super easy there's no contract so we had to pay to terminate adt and before our termination ended like you pay you finish out the month or whatever and then we called and we were like okay well our house unsold so can we reinstall and they were like yeah no you have to start a whole new contract and pay like four hundred dollars and we had the most basic one and i want to say it was like 60 bucks a month and yeah. simply safe is 15 dollars a month it's their response time is like seven minutes versus ADT's 45 self-install. It's a couple hundred dollars. You can take it with you if you ever move again. Mm-hmm. And, um, just, I just think it just having had both that it's just a superior experience. Why didn't I talk to you first? ADT's coming tomorrow. Fuck that. You can cancel them. Can I? Yeah. Have you paid anything? No. Yeah, I would cancel, but that's just me. Anyway, we're going off on a tangent now that's completely unrelated to your well, stress. I, well, maybe it's really just somebody else, guys. Don't do ADT, apparently. So, yeah. Um, anyway, everything has been like painting, floors, and we're lucky because we're still in the old apartment, so we're able to do it from out there. But I feel like a project manager, and so on top, I've been saying to my girlfriend, Dina, who I go to the gym with, I'm like, I don't want to fucking be here. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I love being there and I go there because like, I know better, but I don't want to be there. Yeah. And I am feeling myself just like unhappy and so tired. And I'm like, and then I punish myself for, like I said before, that I'm complaining about really good things. I'm complaining about, I'm eating because I'm stressed over really good things. Or I don't want to do these physical activities because I'm, stressed about the other planning things and I just feel like such a I feel like an asshole and I've been having real bad body dysmorphia lately which is not helping me Mm. so that's where I'm at right now well also you do realize that the eating stress spiral is like your body holds on to the stress physically right so like if you can find a way to de-stress or like let go a little bit, it's not going to represent itself in like your weight or your body composition or whatever. Right. Like I, I noticed that in myself, like when I stop fucking stressing out about what I'm eating, how many calories I'm eating, whatever, like I lose weight. Yeah. You know? And like, so I, the first, I, 
since I moved here, I, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, is like I just completely stopped tracking what I was eating. I just eat what I feel like eating, when I feel like eating it, healthy, not healthy, whatever. But I stop when I'm full. I'll have one cookie, not five. And um, I haven't gained any weight. If anything, I mean, I'm definitely not as strong as I used to be because I'm not lifting heavy like I used to, but I'm still the same size. Yeah that I was and also enjoying my life a lot more. And I feel like this is your season. You know what I mean? Like this is the time to enjoy and party. And I don't know, the drinking things is another thing because if you feel like shit for four days after drinking, like, is it worth it? I don't know. Right. No, it's definitely not. And like, I wouldn't say that I'm like, like guzzling shit down. Well, sometimes, but (laughs) the midnight phone call I got the other day is a indicator of, the other. <laughs> you hosted and answered me. You or Danielle. I called you. I called Danielle. It was definitely... You know what's weird is the first time you called me, whatever day that was, I didn't get a missed call at all. I got a missed call when you called me, but because of the time, I was like, she's either drunk or in trouble. And I texted you like, are you drunk or in trouble? And you were like, drunk. And I was like, talk to you later. <laughs> Boo. Uh, I'm offended. Even if you were in trouble, though, what would I be able to do about... <laughs> I'd figure but, it out. But for this being like my season, right? I'm so excited that, you know, I'm, I love John so much. I'm so excited we're engaged. We've been going out and safely, y'all. I mean, I guess as safe as you can be. People are starting to act like shit doesn't matter. I still wear my mask everywhere. Um, we do go to dinner, but we have not been inside inside. Like we've only been sort of inside once. And there was a, like, the whole wall was a window and we were like right by it. So I didn't feel like, you know, I wasn't like super deep into like a restaurant. Um, but it's also like saying again, like I, I said this to you the other day that like I've lost my boundaries and it's way more taxing that I lost it than to maintain, mm-hmm. you know, than to have maintained my boundaries and said like, no, I can't go out. No, I can't go drinking. No, I can't see you today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just been saying yes to everything. And I feel like I did pre like COVID was awful, but also like a blessing because you were able to kind of like pull back and be like, okay, so what really matters and who really matters? What do you do when the people that matter are asking you to fucking hang out all the time? Get COVID. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dexter's like, right. And like, My um, I mean, I guess it's like perspective, right? Like, and this is me being hypocritical because I'm stressing out too, but choosing I guess like what you're gonna stress out about Mm. you know like is food worth stressing out about no is project managing your house shit worth stressing out about yeah Mm. you know I guess it's easier said than done I have also been project managing and it like led me to a mental breakdown last week and we were supposed to record last week and I just could not get into the mental like space. I feel like I cry. I've cried for sure more the past two weeks than I have in the past two years combined. And it's sort of like a new, I feel like I'm being reborn. Well, yeah, you're just drowning in tears. And now I'm, I'm drowning for sure in tears and amongst other things, but like, well, what? Well, we're, we still own our house in New Jersey. There's this whole, now it's become a legal issue. So now we are in litigation, not like litigation 
per se, but legal negotiations, if you will, with our next door neighbors that um, we have a shared property easement with. And, oh, Roxy. Roxy's coming to say hi. Um, and so that's super stressful because the house sale is on hold until that is figured out. And I'm like worried about the buyers backing out because of the time. Um, also, Jesse still doesn't have a real job. And I say real job in that like in his trade, in his field, like he has not been placed by his union yet. So he's doing HVAC for legit 20% of what he made makes it normal salary yeah which sucks because now we have twice the bills too um also you know dylan i have to manage dylan because jesse's new shit job he works from 6 30 in the morning till six at night sometimes so i'm running dylan all over san diego dragging him to the gym with me doctor's appointments dentist appointments whatever and working full time. And then also my mom moved out here. So I've been managing my mom because she doesn't have a car. So she's got to get places like the grocery store and whatever, the paint store, this and that, um, furniture, storage unit, like that kind of stuff. So it's not even like all my stuff. It's like other people's stuff too, which really sucks. And then I do dumb shit. Like take on projects that I should just say, sorry, I can't do it. Or like accept invites to like meetings or like whatever. I threw Jesse a birthday party last weekend. I hate hosting. Why do I insist on having parties when I fucking hate hosting? Yeah, but that stuff like is a nice thing to do, no? But I know like it puts extra pressure on you. It's a nice thing to do. Jesse doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck. He... It's almost like I did it for myself, like selfishly and not because I wanted recognition, but because I wanted to hang out with our friends. And what do you do? Call up your friend and be like, Hey, a bunch of us are coming over. You know what I mean? Or like, Hey, can everyone meet at a restaurant at a specific time and commit X amount of dollars to going out to dinner? Like those are just like really big asks. So in my mind, it's like, Oh, we'll have everyone over. But then of course that turns into like this whole ordeal. And then I'm miserable the whole time. So I got to learn my lesson and stop doing that shit. Um, but it was really interesting because all of this really like came to a head last week, last, I think it was Wednesday, Mm -hmm. whatever day that was. And I, started seeing a new therapist out here who's 12 and amazing. And now I go twice a week to therapy because we are, we're fully committed. We are going through it right now. We're going steady. We're headed towards an engagement. Oh my God. We, you and me both. It's literally nuts. But, and I, and because Jesse and I are going away this weekend, I went literally today and yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like I shouldn't have even left. I should have just slept on the fucking couch. Um, I got to interrupt you real quick because when Abby was telling me that she went to a new therapist, she's like, she's like 12. She's, like, just like she's she says, about 12. She's, she's like about 12 years old. She goes, and you know, I like them young. I do like them young. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I'm like, I have a baby mindset. But anyway, my point is, is that I wanted to make it a point to not just get on here and talk about all of the things that are stressing me out and all of the dumb ass overcommitments I made, but also the things that I was doing to bring myself down a notch from crazy. Mm. And one of the things that I noticed was that some of the content that I was consuming, and I also suggest that you 
look at this yourself because some of the content that I was consuming, and by that I mean anything, social media, podcasts, TV shows, whatever, were triggering me. So for example, I love Selling Sunset. Also, everyone fucking tells me that they I remind them of Christine from Selling Sunset, which is a mage compliment, but also she's a fucking cunt, so maybe it's not a compliment. I don't know, I like it. But real estate, trigger. Trigger warning. Yeah, for sure. Also, Jesse and I had been really deep into Sons of Anarchy. Not a direct, like, parallel to your life. (laughs) But it's a very intense, stressful, anxiety-inducing show. And a few times I had to be like, I can't watch that tonight because I can't amp up my cortisol any more than it already is. And, you know, the same thing with like Facebook, like I had to get off of Facebook because all I kept seeing were either one posts about politics and the political climate, which is also a major fucking drag right now. Terrifying. Yes. Terrifying. And also, and two posts about real estate. Can't see it. So my point to you is like, if you're following accounts or listening to things that are triggering this food, guilt, party, attention, whatever cycle, maybe switch gears a little bit. Mm. Um, I was also listening to a a podcast called Spooked. I've heard of that. Is it good? It's really creepy, but it's not creepy in a way that's triggering to me. It's not stressful. It's basically people talking about their firsthand encounters with like weird supernatural or inexplicable things. You know, what's fucked up was that when I was painting the other day, I defaulted to listening to, um, sword and scale. And that Mm -hmm. was, yeah, he's a dick. I know he's a dick, but I mean, that's not, that's not even the point, (laughs) but I used to listen to him on the train, like going, when I was taking the train to Jersey city and now I just drive in. But, um, I was, so I had already listened to Watch What Crappens, which like everybody who watches Bravo should really get into it if you're not already into it. Um, that's hilarious. They're hilarious. But um, I was painting and I already went through Watch What Crappens and I listened to Three Brothers and then I, you know, well, Three Brothers hasn't had one. Brian, Jeff, Corey, where are my episodes at? That's what I need to know. Anyway, I digress. Listen to all my podcasts, basically. And then I was like, let me go back. So it'll tried and true sword and scale, which is literally all about stories that like people died and how they were murdered and like all this stuff. Yeah, it's like true crime. I felt soothed listening to it. And that was psychotic that I was no, like, it's not, it's not. I actually started listening to my favorite murder again from the beginning. Cause I have listened to all of the episodes. So I started mm-hmm. again from scratch. Pick up what you missed. I, I, I feel the same way. It is soothing. And the guy from Sword and Scale's voice uh, is not my favorite. Mm-hmm. I, I prefer to listen. I prefer to listen to female voices in oh, podcasts. See, I, I do not. When it comes to scary things, I do not. I prefer a dude's voice because I feel like I don't know. Girls are soft sometimes. Like that's why I, I like. I like the dichotomy. They like give it to you, just like oh, and then he died, and then I was like, nice. You know, I like for me. It's like. I like my favorite murder because of the comedy lightheartedness aspect. But then I also like crime junkie because they give you all the facts. Um, but crime junkie can be a little cheesy sometimes. Yeah. Um, and 
and Spooked is a dude. You should listen to Spooked. Well, actually, Spooked is a dude narrator, but he's only in the beginning and the end. And then each person tells their own story. story. Got it. Yeah. Well, what I was doing about what I've been doing now is, um, so like, I'm trying to be more mindful of what I'm eating and like what I'm consuming. And yes, giving myself like the freedom to just be like, all right, like for dinner, you can eat X, Y, and Z. That's a little bit heavier. Like just before I had two Malamars because I fucking felt like it. You know, we get Malamars. We do in my house. They're so good. <laughs> so, um, but like this morning, I had eggs, and then at lunch, I had a salad with chicken, and I don't feel deprived or like anything crazy. And then at dinner, we just had pizza because I worked out twice today. But what I've been doing is speaking of working out again. This no better do better. So that's like my dream. This is my dream voice that's coming out of me, and I'm like trying to recognize and really become in tune with it because. I know that I'm not gaining six, seven pounds overnight. So like when I weigh myself in the morning after a night of drinking and after eating bagels and whatever the fuck I was eating, um, I know that that's not me gaining weight and like overnight fat weight, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's just like me bloated and retaining water and like whatever. Mm -hmm. So, um, so now again, no better, do better. And I haven't been doing a lot of cardio. Like I do hit, at uh, the gym that I go to break the mold, but we have like two strength days and then I do two cardio days and then I'm, or like two hit days and then I'm teaching spin classes. But what I haven't been doing is running, which I ran all of May. I ran a hundred miles mm-hmm. in May. Who mm-hmm. is that girl? Yeah, um, I haven't been running either. So we like, were doing so well too. Yeah. So the last few days I've made it a point, even though I really fucking hate running, it really took me somewhere mentally where I felt like I was challenging myself, but also like releasing a lot because I felt accomplished. You know, it wasn't just something that I was failing at. Like, oh, I ate like shit today and I failed. And I, you know, I don't know, like whatever it is that I was trying to accomplish, uh, you know, like put this piece of furniture together and I failed because it, you know, I didn't have enough time or whatever. I wanted to paint this whole room and I couldn't. Um, that's giving me something where I'm like building up again and like mm-hmm. allowing myself to be gentle with myself and say like, you have not ran since May 31st and now you're back and you're running again. And like your time is like nine minutes, 45 seconds. And like, that's okay. So it's giving me a nine little- minutes, 45 seconds is pretty good actually. Thank you. Yeah. I'm excited. But like, it's also humbling me to go slow and like take my pace and like not be a psycho about things. But you know, I'm, it's also easy when I can like talk to you and like talk to my friends and say like, I'm really struggling. And like, even the other day I'd messaged you. I was like, I'm struggling physically, mentally, emotionally right now. And a lot of it started. And I've said, this is the third time that I'm mentioning this fucking story. When I had someone say to me for as much as you work out, you should be a lot thinner. And Mm. that started my whole spiral of everything. Now, did you address that person and explain to them the long-term effects of the comment that they made so that maybe they will think twice before speaking like that to somebody else? No. No, of course I didn't do that. Like, I, do I want to? At, at the, in the moment, I was like, you don't have to do it in a way that is confrontational, but I, I don't know it, how else to do it right now. In this moment in time. I don't know how else to do it. And even, and I'll tell you now, I already know, even if I was to be like, hey, so you said this to me a few weeks ago and it really affected me, it would be, oh, Issa, you're just, you're just dramatic or whatever, you know, like I didn't say that, I'll get that too. 
And yeah, I'm like, gaslighting. Yeah, I don't have fucking time for that. So I would rather talk to my therapist, which I've been going to. I'd rather exercise. I'd rather talk to my friends, be mindful, and like try to implement also like maybe a, almost like a plan of attack. So if it were to happen again in any, like in any scenario, whether it be weight, whether it be work, whether it be friendships, like any sort of confrontation that I'd be able to handle it and respond in a better way than I, I felt like I responded. Okay. Where I was like, well, I'm fucking hungry. So I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just think it's, it's just such an unfortunate thing for someone to think that is okay to say. People I don't are, know if that was English, but you know what I mean. I get it. People are cuckoo But I really like, I really like that idea of almost counteracting your feeling like you don't have enough control by channeling your energy into something that you can control that is going to build you up and make you feel stronger. Right. Because, you know, I, like I said, I've been overextending myself and it's, it's for a good cause. We're under a deadline. We're moving. We have a lot of things to do, but I'm also like, oh yeah, I can see you for lunch. Oh yeah, I can do this. Oh yeah. And I, I really shouldn't. And even if I can, I should protect my time. Mm -hmm. But, and the theme of this fucking episode for me is no better, do better. Because in the past I didn't know better or I thought I knew better and then would just act like a wild boar and just like, <laughs> you know, like no matter what, there's like do eat everything, do every drug, drink every drink, do whatever mm -hmm. it was to like, not, I don't know. It's this weird little voice. And I guess it comes as you're, as you get older. Um, that's like, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. Right. Yeah. I hate you that know? voice. Right. But like, I love that. Like you, so even though like you were stressed about um, having the party for Jesse, everything. <laughs> well, yeah, but like there's also things that you're doing to help yourself. Like you're still going to the gym. You know that you need to go to therapy, so you're doing it. You're taking the actions and the steps that are going to help you progress and feel a little bit lighter, as opposed to being like, "I'm not working out. Fuck that. I'm not going to talk to somebody. Fuck that." And I'm just going to continue chugging along and like, you know, almost like riding with the brakes on, so that. You're just going to burn yeah. yourself out. Yeah. I mean, the gym is like my only free time and it's not even free because Dylan comes with me. He does. He does. He like, cause we work out outside. Even if we were to work out inside, there's like a little back room that he would sit in, but the 7am class that I take, we work out outside. So Dylan brings like a blanket and a backpack with his breakfast and his iPad. And he just like has a fucking picnic every morning. And it's one, the cutest thing ever, but two, also he's like living his best life. And then when he's done eating breakfast, he gets up and he plays with like ants and like sticks and like shit like that. Boy, <laughs> boy shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I'm not even able to like fully zone out at the gym anymore. Cause he's right, there. Right. Right. Um, and that's because Jesse's working this like shit can job, but what are you going to do tomorrow? I'm trying to get into the 6am class. Good luck. Fucking weightless, man. People drop. I'm number one. So hopefully, but it's because we're at like 25% or whatever. Yeah. Capacity. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's going to drop. I've been checking like a psychopath because you know, if it were a normal gym, not a normal gym, it is a normal gym, but if it were like a, 
Orange Theory or something. Yeah. People are dropping like flies. Especially because it's only eight people or whatever, six people in the class. I don't think anyone's going to drop. You never know. Eh. And I get to go to the DMV. That's another one. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about a positive thing that um, I've been doing. Actually, it's not positive for John, but it's positive for me. It makes me laugh. (laughs) So John is the best. He made me, um, I showed you the, what is it? Wayne's coating wall? Wayne's coating. Whatever, Wayne Scotting. Yeah, Wayne Scotting is is correct, but you are so New Jersey that you wrote Wayne, W-A-Y-N-E-S, coding. Yeah, that's what I wrote it because that's what I thought it's called. <laughs> and I was thinking like Wayne's World and like I wanted to put up like the little horn. That's hand. a good movie. <laughs> yeah. So John built me that and I was like almost as excited. I said to him, I was like, oh my God, I'm almost as excited as when you proposed to me and he got pissed that I said that. He's like, what? He didn't get pissed, but he like made a stinky face. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Obviously you're fucking kidding. And, um, but, uh, what, Wayne's, Wang's, how, how do you say it? Wayne, it's just Wayne's cutting. That's it. Wayne's oh, cutting. Wayne's, Wayne's cutting. So essentially I have a white wall in my room. Half of it is black. And what he did is put panels. So it looks like there's squares like popping out. Of, mm-hmm. And it looks so... It looks so good. Good. So, but this is what's been giving me joy lately. Because you said something about being, oh, you're number one on the list, right? So I start doing this thing with John. And if he does something good, which is almost... Not does something good. I don't mean it like that. Like, good boy. But like, you know, like he's always so thoughtful with me. And like, he surprises me. Like, this is so corny. And I'm, I'm going to digress real quick. But he said, uh, I painted the trim all day the other day. And he got there and he was helping me do something else. And he's like, you did good today. And I was like, oh, thank you for saying that. I started crying. I was like, I'm exhausted. So he gave you a gold star? Right. But so again, gold stars, right? So I've been doing this thing when he's like, he does the dishes. I'm like, you're number one. You're number one. And then he did something fucked up. It wasn't fucked up bad to me, but like it was something stupid. And I was like, you're number six. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, and then he, he like redeemed himself. And I'm like, you're number two. And he's like, number two. (laughs) He's getting all bad. So just randomly, I place him, you know, on, on a scale of one to 10. You got to show them like where they're at. Right. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. You're not number one. You have to always want to aim for number one. Right. I got you. That's through all walk. That's through all times of life, y'all. Even during these times when you're struggling and soaked in your own tears. Right, seriously, Abby? seriously, I'm not crying anymore. I'm done. I didn't cry in therapy today. Oh, Cried yesterday. I'm done for for a little bit at least. Until next week. Where are you guys going this weekend? Oh, so we're going to where are we going? Catalina. It's a fucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> I know. Do you know? That. Okay, I was going to say, if you don't know what, that's from Step Brothers, but um, it's like a little island off the coast of California, kind of across from like Long Beach-ish. So it's like, we have to drive an hour up the coast, get on a ferry, and then take the ferry to this island. And the island only has one incorporated city on it. It's like a little town and the rest of the island is completely underdeveloped and they're or like undeveloped, not underdeveloped, undeveloped. And they have like, it's very wildlifey. Mm. Like there's hiking and like zip lining and shit like that, fishing and like boating, you know, that kind of stuff. And they have wild buffalo and bald eagles 
and dolphins and seals and all of that shit. But we're only going Friday to Sunday. So I feel like we probably won't see any of that. We'll probably just like do the least because we're kid free. Sylvia's watching Dylan. But that's good though. And I like that during a time where it's kind of stressful for you guys that you're finding ways to just still enjoy each other. And Well, we got to get our lives together because the stress, like if you're in a relationship and one of you is stressed, it affects the relationship. You know what I mean? Sexy wise? Just, no, no. Yeah, no, not really. But like maybe, potentially. But I'm thinking more like I shut down. I disconnect. Do you know what I mean? So like I don't, Partially, okay, here we go. Here's my therapy session. Partially out of protection for Jesse. And, and by protection, I mean, I don't want to stress him out, right? Like mm-hmm. there's no point in me stressing him out. So I just don't talk about things, right? Which is not healthy, guys. PSA, you have to talk about your feelings. Otherwise, you keep them all bottled up. And then you end up crying through your entire workout one day. And that's just what happens. Um, so because that's like my cope my unhealthy coping mechanism I have to like prioritize our relationship as opposed to prioritizing myself which is what I'm doing when I'm shutting him out right right so I don't know just like you're prioritizing your relationship this weekend yeah and I'm trying to be like more self-aware in the moment. I'm very good at reflecting. Oh yeah. But I'm not good at recognizing the behavior in the moment. Or if I recognize in the moment, I'm like, fuck this. And I just keep going like a mad woman. Right. Me too. I just (laughs) lean, I lean into it. I'm like, and I'll say it. I'm like, listen, I know that this is hurting you right now, but here you go. And I just like rubbing salt in the wound, you know? And then the next day I'm like, I'm sorry. You want to know the three questions that I asked John after I've been drinking? Yes. Do you still love me? <laughs> that should be number four. I'm like, did we say goodbye to people? Oh, God. That's, that's the first one. Did we say goodbye? At least to the host. I don't need to be like, God, you're so polite. Oh, it gets better. <laughs> did we say goodbye? Did I barf? And the third one is, was I mean? All the How like, much are you drinking that you can't remember if you barfed? I w- Listen, the other day I had one glass of Prosecco and my whole life... <laughs> was flash before your eyes like my it was topsy-turvy i'm like what and i ate like we had eaten and normally i don't drink after i eat and so i had had one glass of prosecco and i was like you spin me right right right." (laughs) i was fucking nuts what is my life right now and then the next and john was like you slept with half your blanket just on t- on your top half. Like my blanket was folded, so I didn't bother to unfold it. I just let it drape across my shoulders like a shawl. And I felt that's like- the only place you really need a blanket anyway. You need to feel like you have a blanket up here, but you don't really need a blanket down there. Don't don't coddle me. I'm not coddling you. I'm fully <laughs> on your side. I'm saying uh, this. You need to feel snugly up here. But if you're not cold, who cares about the bottom half? Also, the last time I drank more than a drink was August 13th. Good for you. That's hard. Night. It was a bad night. It was very a that, very. That was when. That was the night we got engaged. Night. You were. You were. Uh, yes. Cake. Yes, I was. I drank a little too much for you. Thank I you. probably will never recover from that night. <laughs> so 
Therefore, I have I've had like maximum one and a half drinks at a time since then. That's quite amazing. Which has saved me a lot of money. That was also a very expensive night too because I went out drinking. It's not like I oh stayed yeah, home oh no. Hand. No, no. It was very expensive. And it was cocktails and shots, all the expensive stuff. I feel like it was like a $400 binge drinking episode. You know what's been happening to me lately that I've noticed? Is that people that, um, so just speaking of like expensive things, that people that I don't really talk to are like really going out of their way to talk to me now. And I don't like it. Why? And I, and I can't help but think it's because we got engaged. Probably, but I don't understand why they would go out of their way to talk to you. If not, it's just a congratulations, move on. But what do they want to invite to the wedding? It's, we're in a pandemic. First of all, we're not getting married for a while. But like, Wait, first of all, though, I stop talking to people when they get engaged. <laughs> I know. You're like, no, don't ask me, don't invite me. <laughs> but also, no. I'm not understanding why. I, well, I don't understand what's in it for them. But like people that I don't really talk to that much are like asking to hang out. And I'm like, I don't, we didn't. Maybe I'm they're not, bored. I guess. But I mean, like. It's just weird to me. Oh, I want to talk about one more thing before we stop rambling. Let's talk about what goes into the making of a podcast episode. Shall we? Yes, we shall. Because first of all, okay, I want to start with this. Fuck you, you know who you are. (laughs) They may not know who they are. Okay, so here's the deal, guys. These types of episodes that are me and Issa can range from anything like right now where we're just kind of like shooting the shit, even though I made notes about my shit. She made notes, but me making notes was overextending myself, to be honest. And I only did that because I needed like an outlet. But so nine, I would say 90% of the time when we're recording an episode without a guest, we still make notes so that we don't do a lot of what we did today, which was like go on rampages about like how we... tell our significant others that they're number one (laughs) um or number six if we are interviewing a guest it's sometimes weeks of preparation to make sure that we are educated on what that person does (laughs) fucking dexter If they are a content creator, we try to make sure that we're up to date on the content that they have created. If they're offering programs, we try to make sure that we understand the programs. If they've written a book, we read the book, we watch the YouTube videos, we do all of the things. And then it takes us a good few days to compile thoughtfully all of the questions that we want to ask. Sometimes we ask the opinions of our listeners who you guys are growing pretty quickly and we love you so much for that. Yeah, I love you. Um, But, you know, sometimes we ask the opinion of our listeners. I've been trying to be more active in Wanna Vibe Tribe um, because I also noticed that we have some new followers in there and we've been, we start, I I started that group and then just fucking let it die in the desert. So I've been trying to be more active on there. But my point is, is that a lot goes into recording an episode. It's not like just plug in the mic and go. And to be honest, a lot of times we're really lucky and like we'll reach out to people and they will say yes. And we're like, hell yeah. Like we're really excited. And recently, more we have recent, a lot of people, yeah. More recently, not even just recently, like now toward like the last, I don't know what, eight months, people have been reaching out to us. Yeah. Which is so sick. And you've it heard is. them on the podcast. Right. And we love that. But if you want to be on the podcast, please commit to being on the podcast. I understand that there are 
circumstances out of anybody's control that come up. However, if we've done two weeks of work to have somebody as a guest on the podcast, it really is shitty to cancel and just cancel, by the way, not even reschedule, just cancel. Same day. Same day. Um, So also post recording, then Isa goes in and edits the episode and then it takes a little while to upload it, do all of the things, all of the social media. It's a lot of work. And so yeah, and I mind guess you, this I'm is- not, I'm sorry, Abby, real quick. And mind you, I'm not like super tech savvy to be like, Oh, let me edit this real quick. No big deal. Like it takes me a little bit of time. I got to like lower and raise volumes and do all the shit. And like, I'm like, Oh, I guess I'm kind of like rigging this <laughs> right now, but I have a basic knowledge of it. So it's not like just like some easy task. Continue. I'm sorry. I also think it's important to put out there because I would like to be of service. Um, I've heard some people like randomly talk about starting podcasts, um, what goes into it, what kind of equipment you need, this and this and this. And um, it's super fun. It's a super fun thing to do. And if anybody has questions about like more details on the logistics of how we find guests, how we reach out to them, or how Issa edits, or what platforms we use. We're happy to share that. Mm-hmm. Um, we love podcasts. We think the more the merrier. Um, but just know that there is professional etiquette. And also, it's it's a labor of love. So whether you're wanting to be on a podcast or whether you want wanting to have a podcast, um, I, I just think it's important to, to set expectations and let people know like kind of what they're in for. Um, and yeah, again, if you have any questions, you know where to find us. And if you don't, we will tell you. And as long just, as Issa doesn't have anything else to add. <laughs> just don't ask to be on our podcast if you're not going to show up. <laughs> We're being a little aggressive. I'm being more aggressive than Abby. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. Just call me by my call me by my name. Also, getting people's names right is really crucial. Um, so that being said, you may find us with my barking dogs in San Diego. He says it's well, Louise underscore. I'm Taylor underscore Abby underscore. We are Wanna Vibe podcast on Instagram. Hey. Hey, Wanna Vibe. <laughs> I had to think about where I was going next because I got distracted. Wanna Vibe on Facebook. Also, Wanna Vibe Tribe is the private Facebook group. And um, please leave us a little rating, review, subscribe situation. Yeah, we've we been asking that in a while. It's really and, important to us. And also, who do you want to hear from? Give us a little yeah. though, you know? Like, but let us the rating and reviewing this on iTunes and or Spotify, but really iTunes is like super helpful because it helps this podcast get to other people that have never heard of it before. And so it's really meaningful, not because it does anything for us and like our ego, but the reason that we do this is so that we can make sure that people know that they're not alone. That's right. We love you guys. Dylan asked me this morning, I texted you, was that this morning? Feels like fucking four days ago. Dylan was like, mom, why do you and Issa have a podcast? Mind you, it's 6.30 in the morning. And I'm like, so that we can talk about things that we're going through that other people might be going through. And he was just like, no further questions. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to.
to respond like that all the time now. <laughs> all right. We love you guys so much. We love you. We missed you guys. We can't wait to talk to you again. Bye. Bye. <laughs>